0: Come on in to Margaret McSweeney's Kitchen for Kitchen Chat, where every week you'll meet chefs, cookbook authors, foodies, gourmets, and just plain people who love to eat. And along with laughter, chat, recipes, and stories about food, you'll sometimes also hear words of inspiration, love, and hope. As Margaret always says, Kitchen Chat is food for the senses and food for the soul. So grab a cup of coffee, put your feet up on a comfy chair, and get ready to spend a little time with Margaret and her friends.
1: Hello, dear foodie friends, and welcome to Kitchen Chat. I'm your host, Margaret McSweeney, and I'm so excited you're joining us in the beautiful Viking Unlock Her New Showroom here with my favorite foodie friend and co-host, Chef Jamie Larita. It's so exciting to be in the Lynx vignette, which you designed this beautiful showroom Showroom, Jamie. And how appropriate that our first kitchen chat here in the Lynx vignette is with none other than the Grill Seeker himself, <laughs> Chef Matthew Eads. We're going to talk about your new cookbook, Grill Seeker Basic Training for Everyday Grilling. But welcome to Kitchen Thank Chat.
0: Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited about it.
1: And what uh, a
2: great set you've designed here. This is amazing. Isn't this great? And I know you're a huge Lynx fan. I am a huge Lynx fan. We just read, Margaret and I were reading, um, really wasn't a quote it was like a paragraph right about how much you were singing the praises of the links product yeah yeah. what's your favorite thing about links uh
0: you know there's so many things but i would say probably just the durability and understanding that when i need to use it it's always going to work every time right i'm really fortunate in in my line of work right food blogging and tons of recipes and and, uh product reviews on my website people send me stuff constantly can you try this out can you test it out and you know i I love to do it Mm -hmm. um but I've never touched a piece of equipment that just doesn't perform as well as Links does. So it's it's. Uh, there, you there you go,
2: there you go. I uh, I concur. Lynx products are um, not only uh, high performance, but they look good too. Yeah, oh, they look it's, it's like jewelry. right? Yeah, for yeah. sure. <laughs> I'm sitting right next to the uh, to the uh, the outdoor oven here. Yeah, and uh, hoping hoping that I don't get burned.
1: <laughs> and That's here, actually one of my favorite pieces of equipment, by the way. I oh, so much in that
0: oven. Who wouldn't want that? You have one? Yeah, I have that. I have everything that you have in this kitchen.
1: Oh, it's, uh, yeah, it's incredible! Awesome.
2: Yeah. Have you used the smoker? Uh, yes, I have. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I have uh, yes, <laughs> it. <haven't. laughs> yes, I have Yes, I have it. Uh,
1: and here is the grill. Yep.
0: Right the grill, here. You've got the burners over there. You've got everything. Tell, Tell me about yes. the smoke. So they designed this smart smoker to basically take any sort of guesswork out of smoking. So if you're familiar with a pellet cooker, a lot of people are using them these days. You know, they're they're gaining popularity every day, Um, and that takes a lot of guesswork out as well. Um, But the flavor profile, in my opinion, that comes Mm -hmm. just from pellets, um, it just it's sort of lacking. And so what Lynx has done here is they've incorporated a wood chip, a charcoal, and mm-hmm. a pellet sort of all in one. And that's where the flavor comes from. It's just, it's really robust. I am dying wow. to use that. Oh, that's you got to give it a shot. Yeah, that's yeah, perfect. This
1: is Excellent. great. Well, speaking of flavor right. and grilling, let's get grilling today. I have so many questions, but first of all, I want to say a very big thank you for your service to our oh. country as being part of the Marines. Ah, it's my pleasure.
0: <laughs> you know, I tell people all the time, I can't believe they paid me to do it. It was so such a great job. So thank, thank you, though. You. Yeah, and thank you. That. And
1: I love that you call it about the basic training. Yes, this is
0: basic training. So we got to fill enough of these books that we can do advanced training, right? Yes, Yeah.
1: yeah. So any uh, exercise yeah, involved cool, in yeah. this. <laughs> That's right. Let me see this cookbook. Yes, take the cookbook. Let's it has some great thing. things. And yeah. I didn't realize you can grill watermelon. Can yeah. we start with that? Absolutely. How does How does one do that? I just happened to be turned to the page. Like yeah, it's like he's a regular co-host over here
2: just was like, yeah, go ahead.
0: That's <laughs> awesome. Talk about it. So, yeah, I mean, the, the advantage to grilling watermelon, its a lot of sugars in watermelon, right? So when you get the grill super, super hot, it doesn't mm-hmm. take long. But you just want to char it for, you know, 20, 30, 40 seconds just oh. to kind of bring those sugars alive and caramelize them a little bit. And then I hit it with some, you know, some feta cheese. I like to use some red pepper flakes on the on the oh. uh, watermelon because then you get kind of like that sweet heat. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes you can throw some balsamic on there if you want. But it's, oh, yeah. it's a fun way to do watermelon. Oh. And it gives me an excuse to take a big bite and spit the seeds out like I did when I was a kid. You know, you really can't get away with that as an adult. Uh,
1: And do you turn it on both sides then? Yep,
0: yep. Just, just you know, you can do it either way. I I generally do both sides. Great. Uh, Tell me what a moink ball is. Uh, Oh, yeah, the moink ball. ball, (laughs) So. He had me at moink ball. That's right. <laughs> that if you go to the grocery store and ask your butcher for moink, he's not going to know what you're talking about. So it's good that we're going to discuss it. Uh, yes. Moink is a combination of the two sounds that animals make: moo and oink. Oh. So oh. It's beef <laughs> and,
2: and pork. Right. I love it. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. I had no idea what moinkwah yeah. was until now. Yeah. yeah. So we we'll yeah.
0: stuff it with some jack cheese, wrap it in bacon because everything is better with bacon. At least that's what I believe. That's what everyone believes. It, I mean, yeah. I mean, it, it's. You should see me. You should see the things I do with bacon. Ah, uh, it's crazy. Well. Yep, there we go. Some more bacon with oh, the plantains. Oh, look at this! The
1: pictures the you're going to love. We'll make sure we do post. What I love some about, what I love about these
2: recipes is that there's so much diversity from using a cast iron skillet. Sure. And then. Oh wait,
1: let's step out. You can use a cast iron skillet on a grill. Sure. Let's yeah. talk about that. Let's How do does it. that work?
0: Just like you would use it over, you know, a, a cooktop or a gas range. Put the cast iron over the burner. Like these links, this is the Trident burner, and they get super hot, 1,000 degrees. Put your cast iron over it. It's great for finishing steaks. So I like to cook steaks generally uh, a thicker cut of steak, Mm -hmm. what's called the reverse sear. So I have heat on one side and a cool zone on the other, and I let the steak come up to temperature in the cool zone. And then when it gets about 5 degrees less than what I want, Mm -hmm. I put it on the cast iron that's over the zorchin hot heat with some butter. And so that you can finish the steak, you get a great sear all over. I think grill marks are overrated. People love them. They're sexy. I get it. But the flavor really comes from, that grill mark is called the Maillard reaction. That's where your flavor comes from. I want that over the entire steak. So if you do it in a cast iron, you get some butter in there and some garlic.
2: Nothing better. Grilled peanut butter banana splits. Oh, wow. There we go. Yeah. I might be be falling in love with you right (laughs) now. I mean oh, after the show. What are you doing? I mean let's go for coffee. All right. And, and banana splits. And banana splits. All right. Talk grill. to me about this. So you're wrapping the banana yeah. in tinfoil and putting it on the grill. Yep. Ooh. So the concept here is is ease, simplicity,
1: mm-hmm.
0: little cleanup. Wrap the banana in the tin foil. It's like a boat. Slice the banana down the middle and kind of separate it and fill it in with you know, I use peanut butter, but you can use chocolate chips. You can do whatever and hit it with some
2: marshmallows on the end. Oh, but that but like I, something you can do. I, oh, I can so do good.
1: this. Yes, I think it I'm going to start with Yes,
2: This is really great. I've already just quickly thumbed through it, and there's so many things. I love the, especially the tortillas, the tortilla s'mores. Oh, s'mortillas. Yeah. Oh, right. yeah. I mean, yes. The worst, the worst of a tor- uh, s'more
0: is the mess. You bite into it, the crackers crumble everywhere. It's a mess. So I've taken everything that goes into a s'more and put it inside of a tortilla. I call it a s'mortilla. We grill it up, and there's no mess. Keep I mean,
2: it. kids would love that. Yeah, that's yeah, great. Thinking. And yep. grown-ups, too. So let's talk about um, let's talk about where this all began. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. How did, how did you become
1: a the grill seeker? seeker?
0: Yep. Um, long story. I. I uh, I've been grilling since I'm 12 years old, right? I had a fort in the woods like every young boy has. My fort was the Taj Mahal of forts. It wasn't like this little, like, rinkety old shack. This thing was, it was incredible. Uh, But it was like a mile, mile and a half from my house. And so, you know, I'm hungry at lunch. I got to trek all the way home to get a bologna sandwich. And I didn't want to take a bologna sandwich every day to the fort. So I was like, I'm gonna start cooking out here. So, you know, I I borrowed my mom's cast iron pan. Um, She's never seen the pan since. Uh, and I just I fashioned a grill you mm-hmm. know and uh, started cooking and the first time that I cooked over open flame I was hooked it was oh. just like that like this is awesome like you, know, you could look at something and say I did this like the fort was pretty cool to look at so I did that but like the cooking was I'm getting cool. a whole visual here <laughs> yes. yeah I mean it's, it was just incredible the first <laughs> thing I cooked a, a bacon and eggs And and today I still do bacon and eggs often. I put it on my social media and people seem to love eggs. I don't know what it is about eggs that people love so much, but delicious. Yeah. Yes. Good (laughs) protein. Uh, so yeah, that's how it got started fast forward through life. I, you know, I, I served in the military a number of years. Mm -hmm. I grilled the whole way through my, my career in the military, um, I think I, I really sort of started to hone my skill when I was on active duty because, you know, and I talk about this to other people all the time. You can, anybody can take a Wagyu steak and make mm-hmm. it, taste, you can eat it raw, it tastes good. Like, right. anybody can do that. But when you're a guy in, you know, a junior enlisted guy in the Marines, you're buying whatever is the cheapest meat in the commissary. And right. sometimes that's, you know, generally it's like flank or maybe round steak or something mm-hmm. that lacks a little bit of flavor. And you just start to play with different profiles and make that come alive. Um, and so that's where I feel like I really honed my skills when you have to work with cheap ingredients and still make them taste good. Right. Um, you know, the Marines are, you know, you got enough beer, anything tastes good. Like these guys, these guys are anything. So, uh, but yeah, I got to just play around with those things and, and that's where it really came alive. Um, I went, I was a 30-year-old freshman. In college. I left the Marines at age 30 after 13 hmm. years. I was a freshman in college. So a little different experience as a freshman when you're 30. Yes. Um, I went to Penn State, go Nittany Lions. Uh, Cheap plug there. Uh, yeah, so uh, I finished school, went to General Electric, worked a number of years there, and uh, I really just wanted to do something on my own. I wasn't sure what that was going to be, uh, but I knew that I wanted to follow my passion, and, and grilling is my passion, and got an opportunity to write the book. And honestly, like the, the concept of the book is that mm. I feel like, uh, and I've sort of started a movement online, and I call it Hashtag United by Flame. And what Mm -hmm. I mean by that is when you get a group of people around an open fire and you're cooking food, and it's about not only building great flavors but great memories, and it matters not when you're around this grill. Your gender, race, socioeconomic status, political affiliation, those things go out the window because all you're really talking about is the food and the great time, you're building those memories. Um, And I feel like too many people break their grill out on Memorial Mm -hmm. Day and Fourth of July, and the rest of the time it's, it's growing cobwebs. So I thought... If I could create a book that allows people to grill every night, simple recipes that can be done by anyone every night of the week, Maybe it brings more people together, and hmm. I, uh, you know, so I hope I've accomplished that with this book. This is great, yes. firing up memories.
1: Uh, oh, well, you love know
0: that! And you go to the, you know, you go to the restaurant, and the and the chef is cooking in front of you, right? And, mm-hmm. and he's, uh, the food is good, but what do you remember? You remember the volcano that, that he put yes. out there, right? The Little choo choo <laughs> volcano, right? You're, it's the memories. <laughs> the the, the yes. onion being chopped, and he tosses the shrimp, and everybody's trying to catch it with their Aww. mouth, right? Those memories are what you're building. That's is. what I'm trying to build
1: here. Yeah. And you it by I flame, love
2: campfire cooking. I really, oh, that's it. great, right? Uh,
1: yeah. I'd love to hear a little bit more about your experience in the Marines and cooking there. So Thanksgiving, did you make Thanksgiving on the grill for Uh, the Marines? Yeah,
0: I mean, I do everything on the grill. And, uh, you know, one of the things that's, you know, centric to the folks that are enlisted in, in the in the military is you know you're all away from home at yes. some point and not everybody can afford to go home on, on leave not everybody can take leave at the same time like somebody's got to do the job um, so I always made it a point for any big holiday to have as many folks over as I could and, and grilled turkey by the way is excellent oh yeah um, you can you know grilled stuffing you know smoked stuffing like you can do anything <laughs> that you can do in the kitchen I say you should do it on the grill it
2: always tastes better I did wow. recently I went camping and I brought I guess it was for about 20 people, and I brought um, two different kinds of shepherd's pie. Oh yeah! And I put them in these little tin containers, uh-huh. and I made them on the on the grill. Oh, I imagine it was a showstopper, right? People loved it. <laughs> yeah, people loved it. You're right. Anything that you can cook, I mean, basically my my range at home is off all summer. Right. And I have um, I have a great uh, grill outside, and that's what I cook everything. Sure. Like. Yeah. I mean, no sense heating the house up, right? If you can go be outside and
0: yeah, for and, sure. Yeah. Do you grill in the winter? Yes. And I live in Virginia, right? And there's snow. And so, you know, I'm, I'm not opposed to waiting through a foot of snow to get to the grill and, and do my thing. Aww. Can you picture it, guys? <laughs> yes. It's on my social media. I've got, I've got plenty of stories of me like it's snowing out. And I'm like, oh, you know, and using this oven, as a matter of fact. <laughs> and so one of the cool things about this oven is that hood is reversible. So in the summer, it can blow the heat to the back of the grill. And you don't oh. get hot in the winter. You just turn it around like you have it here. And you get that
2: warm air coming yes. in. So you actually stay warm. Yes, this is very one nice. product. Um they're all great, but this is the one Lynx product I really want the most. Are Ooh. you listening? That'll be <laughs> <laughs> You gotta send this guy one. It, it's yes. uh, Come on. Yeah. <laughs>
1: And what about cornbread? Can you make cornbread on the grill?
0: I have a recipe, in fact, for cornbread in here. I yeah. love it. Yeah, it's this a jalapeno cheddar cornbread. I do oh, it in yum. a cast iron pan. And here's what's great is that the cornbread batter itself really takes mm-hmm. on some smoke. So if you're interested in a smoke profile, people don't quite understand that, you know, can I get smoke from a gas grill? Absolutely. Um, there's various tools that you can put, uh, to, you know, there's a smoke tube that you can fill with, you know, the Lynx... Uh, You know, they got the pellets that we talked Mm -hmm. about earlier, and the and the charcoal and the wood chips. So you fill this tube up, and you put it over the hot burner, and in seconds you have smoke. So you set your temperature for whatever you want it, and you can bake in there, and and the the uh, the cornbread really takes on a lot of that smoky flavor. Throw some cheddar and jalapeno,
2: like it's money. So so Matthew, as far as uh, in your opinion, I don't want to stump you here, but uh I'll (laughs) try. No, no I It's preference, but I don't want to stump you. I get a little nervous. Um, what do you think is the biggest mistake people do on the grill? Uh, not understanding that you
0: don't need to have direct heat only. You know, hmm. my dad was a perfect example of this. Like, I can't tell you how many hockey puck hamburgers I had as a kid because my dad knew one thing: <laughs> high heat all the time. Yeah, right. So, I agree. yeah. So the biggest mistake is, I think, not understanding that there should be two different zones of heat Absolutely. in your grill, and that most of your th- most of what people cook in general should be used are cooked
2: primarily in indirect heat and kind of seared at I agree. I mean I see so many people firing up their grill and they're raging hot. Like yeah. they're the hottest they can be. They throw burgers on there and then they're smashing the burger. <laughs> <down, laughs> squeezing the yeah. oil okay. yes. yep. Yep.
1: I confess Yes, yes, yep. that, that's the burger I grew up on.
0: Yeah. And uh and, and I know more of that. I do love a good smash burger on a griddle, uh, but I'm not mm. I'm not interested in smashing the, the flavor out of my burger
2: over a you know. And then there's grill maintenance. Let's talk about um, that a little bit. Yep. Yes. Because every grill I Seem to like, you know, get, as you know, as you probably do as well, you get invited over to people's house for a barbecue and you wind up doing the cooking. Yeah. yeah. And you look at their grill and you're like, right. oh uh, ah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Remnants of the last time they cooked still on oh, there, like well, some pork hanging well, well, down all well, dried well, out and it's well, greasy well. Yeah. I mean, maintaining your grill is super important. Yeah. You, know, uh, you can go through, I once met, uh, recently met a person that uh, was using uh, another grill, like a Weber grill or something mm-hmm. like that. And, you know, those things sometimes can be temporary if you don't take care yeah, of it. Right? Yeah, absolutely. This person has their grill. It was Chef Bill Kim for like 20 oh, years. Oh, no. <laughs> Same grill 20 years. He, 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 oh, <laughs> the of maintenance. Yeah.
1: oh I get asked that often, is great.
2: Yeah.
0: Wow. I get asked often. I do a lot of stories on Instagram, and, and in these stories, it's you know I've tried to make them like a tutorial, and here's what we're going to start with today, and here's what I'm hoping to accomplish, and I try to break it down into like 12 to 15 segments that are like 20 seconds apiece, um, and one of the questions I get most when people see me grilling is, how do you keep your grill so clean? Right. So easy. I take the grates off. Anything that I can break down when I'm done when I'm done cooking, bring it into the kitchen. I spray it down with uh, Easy Off oven cleaner. Yeah, I let it sit for an hour, and then I just grab an SOS grill a pad or whatever. do you come it down. over
2: to my house and do that for me?
0: I, I, I don't know. We are you uh, talk my, about? My needs. My needs to be clean. Do you ever use the wooden paddle? I have. Yeah. What it, do you think about those? I like them once you get them broken in, but it's. I mean, it's it's a lot of work to get one of those things broken in. Like you, you got to really. Scrape a lot to get the divots, but otherwise, you're just kind of touching the surface of the grate. Uh, I'm not a huge fan of using the, the wire brushes either, the, the hmm.
2: wire gets everywhere, and, and I don't think that's safe either. So, yeah, I mean, I've seen a lot of grills get, uh, being caught on fire. Margaret, is that you? Oh, no, you
1: I, I have not caught the grill on fire now. You're <laughs> scaring me. <Well>, a
2: <laughs> lot of people don't clean the bottom, you know, yeah. the grease, oh, the grease yep.
1: Oh, good, okay, good to know.
0: So here's another great tip yes. from the grease tray perspe- perspective, specific to the Lynx grill. I get those cheap. Um, like cookie sheets that are the mm. disposable ones, mm-hmm. I put them under the burners, and they collect all the grease. When I'm done, I just take it out and throw it away. I'm out a done. buck and a quarter, Fantastic. and then I, I replace it. Easy breezy. Yeah.
1: Yep. Wow. So, what has been the most challenging thing you've cooked on the grill? Ooh. Or surprising? I
0: do paella a lot. Uh, oh. That's You know, in a, in a big paella pan on the, on, the, on the burner. I love doing it outside, you know, with the power burner. You get that really intense heat because yes. that allows you to have a nice crunch. Like, I don't know if you love paella or not, but I, I can, love, I love I can it. eat paella. <laughs> love it. You know, eight <laughs> nights a week. Things, yeah. Too. And for me, my favorite part of the paella is the crusty rice yeah, on the bottom. Right. And, mm. and so, um, and I think it just, you got to scrape that up. And I think yeah. people just like to watch that. Yeah. Um, I love to use the rotisserie, and you can do so many things on the rotisserie. People, when you think about a rotisserie, mm-hmm. you think chicken, right? Yes rotisserie chicken but there's so many other things you can do and I, I do you know uh i do pork i do lamb i do a lot of lamb on the rotisserie um and i just think it's again we go back to that sort of primal yeah. you're watching mm-hmm. your food cook when it's spinning around and people pineapple are watching is great on the rotisserie. pineapple is great oh. yeah yep so turkey is great on the rotisserie also so don't limit uh, here's your tip don't limit your rotisserie to just chicken <laughs>
1: That is great. And speaking of tips, I always like to end the show with the three top tips for the home chefs or the home grillers out there. What would be three Uh, tips?
0: See, the first one is don't... And and I'll I'll catch catch a little flack for this because plenty of people think that they can grill by feel. I I say don't grill by feel. There's too many. Get yourself an instant-read thermometer Mm -hmm. and save yourself ruining that thirty-dollar steak that you bought because you overcooked it because you thought it tasted. It felt felt like my thumb. That's what I read online. Yes, yes. It just doesn't work. So that'd be my first one. The second we talked about (laughs) earlier, Uh, heat management, like understanding Mm. that there's more than than one zone. and the third, and probably the most important, is have fun. If you're not having fun, hang up the tongs and go do something else. Like, grilling is about, again, the memories and the experience, so have fun with
1: it. Oh, I love that. United by Flame. Yeah. And speaking of your basic training camp, uh-huh. do you actually have basic training I do. I travel everyone. the country,
0: actually, and, and teach classes at various places, um, teach people how to grill, like, just the basics of, of grilling. Yes. Um and i tell everybody in the class like listen if you want to have a picture of yourself or you and your friends or family around your mm-hmm. grill send it to me at grillseeker.com i'll post it on my website with all the other united by flame members and mm-hmm. it'll have a link to your social media profile and we can just kind of get the word out there that you know grilling is more than just two two or three days a year let's do it every night
1: love that well i feel like we are all united by flame yes, yes, yes.
2: <laughs> no. no, i like this guy i think i'm going start following him on instagram Absolutely. i i, I appreciate it. a no uh, not, not, not a big follower huh? no, no okay you got to
0: go you're setting the Nice. Yes. Good.
1: And it's at GrillSeeker. Yes, you can yes. send it
0: to uh, uh info at GrillSeeker. Okay. And we'll get the picture posted and, and uh with a link to your social media. Store.
1: Oh well thank you so thank much you for, for me. It's joining. Been a yeah. Oh thank Thanks. you and thank you, Chef Jamie. And thank you, dear foodie friends, for following the fun here on Kitchen Chat in the beautiful Viking and La cornue showroom. Please make sure you visit Chef Jamie and the Merchandise Smart here. I'll make sure I have links to Chef Matt's book and his uh website. So you You can visit him as well, and please visit me in my kitchen, kitchenchat.info, and always remember to take a moment and savor the day.
0: Thanks for joining Margaret for Kitchen Chat today. Margaret would be so excited for you to drop by and visit with her at kitchenchat.info, where you'll enjoy podcasts, blogs, recipes, tips from chefs, and even great giveaways. She invites you to share your recipes
1: and kitchen stories, too. As Margaret always says, savor the day.